Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know why it's a happy, happy hour. Why? You know what? There was an extra amount of uh, fuckery this week. Right-wing fuckery. There was? Both legally and politically. Fuck, 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 fuck. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Fuckity, fuckity, fuck. <laughs> we got to earn that explicit reason happy, This is the only yeah. reason happy hour exists. <laughs> what, what is the best way to, to do First of all, right-wing legal fuckery is to, Tristan Snell joins us. Yep. Uh, legal lad and also dreamboat. Well, his wife thinks with, so, too. Mm, with... <laughs> Oh, you're a cock blocker. Well, <laughs> his new book is out, Taking Down Trump. He's yep. the guy that nailed Trump yes, for uh, Trump University. He's the guy to talk to. Yep. And Rachel Bittacoffer, yep. political goddess, political strategist, pollster, you name it, to uh, deal with political fuckery. That's right. And uh, she has a new book, Hit Him Where It Hurts, mm-hmm. about how to fight back. She's, alpha, she's the original alpha liberal. Uh, please enjoy. Drink up. Salty MAGA Taylor Swift tears. Uh, 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 drink up. Happy hour. Sometimes Louise and I just crave a restaurant-quality dinner at home without doing all the work or driving. Well, Cook Unity is the first chef-to-you service delivering locally sourced meals from award-winning chefs right to your door every week. And it appears to be less expensive than other delivery options. Go to cookunity.com slash Hartman with two N's or enter the code Hartman with two N's before checking out for 50% off your first week. We just received our first meals from Cook Unity And what a huge difference it is to get the best chefs in the country to bring creative, delicious meals to us and you every week. Every meal is handcrafted by chefs and made in local micro kitchens, not large production facilities. We just had the chipotle maple glazed salmon with green beans and mango pico de gallo. It had everything we love in a meal. They have all sorts of options like vegan, paleo, pescatarian, gluten-free, and more. Menus are posted two weeks in advance so you have plenty of time to choose. Experience chef-quality meals every week delivered right to your door. Go to cookunity.com slash Hartman with two N's or enter the code Hartman with two N's before checking out for 50% off your first week. That's 50% off your first week by using the code Hartman or going to cookunity.com slash Hartman.
Quick math, the less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have, the more money you keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform, one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. NetSuite.com slash Miller. NetSuite.com slash Miller. One more time, NetSuite.com slash Miller. What do I say all the time, Jody? We need more alpha liberals. We do. We need more chicks like E.G. and Carol that rule the world. Right. Wheatland Taylor Swift. We Swift. need Swift. Rachel Bittekoffer. Hey. <laughs> Author of the alpha liberal book, uh, The Next Big Thing, Hit Him Where It Hurts. Yep. Oh, my God. We're so excited to have you, Rachel. Dude, that will probably be the only time my name ever gets linked to Taylor Swift, so I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Isn't it so fantastic how she's driving MAGA crazy? <laughs> Dude, they are. she has lived rent-free in the head yeah. of every insecure yeah. man in America, and I'm a huge sports person, so I crossed. Yeah over and let me tell you i am just sucking those maga tears and i can't wait for the super bowl because they have they're going to show her every 10 minutes yep. and it's going to drive them nuts and maybe they'll even win and they'll get the kiss again and oh <laughs> and good. kelsey believes in vaccine and science and oh, there's <laughs> no gonna... doubt no doubt <laughs> i gotta tell shizzle. you they really kicked a hornet's nest messing with the swifties that's yeah. too Hundred million strong. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. It's and, and you know when she first she was just talking. It's so interesting, Rachel. She was just talking about getting younger people to vote. Mm-hmm. She didn't even yeah. seem partisan one way. But that's how you know Republicans know they have to cheat to win. They don't yes. want more people to vote, right? She wasn't even. That's exactly yeah. Right. <laughs> but I mean, she's going to be a big factor, don't you think? I, oh, definitely. I mean, you know, I, I, if I was sitting with Taylor Swift right now, would explain to her the, the almost unique power that she has. Because in the book, my new book that comes out next week, February six, hit them where it hurts: how to save democracy by beating Republicans at their own game. Yeah. One of the main points of the book is getting folks who listen to this show, other stuff like right. this, watch CNN, read the New York Times, to understand that we're not typical Americans, yeah. information-wise and civic literacy-wise actually we're like almost one percenters okay because we know everything there is we know who kevin mccarthy is we know who mike johnson is average americans they don't even know that the republican party controls the house and even if they did wouldn't really be able to understand like what that means right and so if we accept that about people and we realize that most of america is not you know their twitter algorithm or whatever has no news real news and just entertainment sports stuff then taylor's Swift is an access point into that untouched mind, right? Yeah. And so she's a huge resource, yeah. and I hope she does it. That is a great point. Well, let's talk about what we said before the show about our shared love for each other now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I heard we you do have about- shared love for each other. I, I, I have to tell you, I would not be where I am today without three really important women. 
Okay. These women came to me through the audio airstreams while I sat in this dead end job making $28,000 a year as a single woman. And that thing was called Air America. It was the very first effort at progressive yeah. programming. Three women, Stephanie Miller, Rachel Maddow, and Randy Rhodes, who all convinced me that I was wasting my life mm -hmm. and I should get to college, get educated and see what I could do with that education. So it's really a full circle moment to be on the show today. You're going to make me cry. And I heard your oh, interview I with did. Bob Seska, and I'm like, I have got to get Rachel on. I mean, I, I read your tweets and threads all the time on the air, and I'm, you know, you're like my my guru. Yeah. So that that is so touch. I mean, seriously touching. I'm going to, ugh, I'm going to like tear up a little bit. Yeah, as someone that is w currently wasting their life, that was nice to hear that you thought that I... Yeah. yeah, finding out that you're not wasting it at all, actually, right? But, you know, you're right. We have such a little... And by the way, you never know what time it is without Randy Rose because it's 10 after. Um, <laughs> best time checks in yeah. the business. Yeah. No time. doubt. 10 after. Brilliant. She is brilliant. As obviously is Rachel. I mean, um, so... Let's talk a couple of the things you talked to Bob about. I wanted to, because you obviously do a lot of polling, all that stuff. Um, it's a it's a fine line, isn't it? Bob always says, don't get happy. You know, like I don't, and you said, I want us to be scared. Yes. I don't want us, we all have 2016 PTSD, like we're going to get complacent and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, so that, given that, but you also said, don't get so wrapped up about polling, like, oh, Biden's approval ratings, because you were saying they're so tribal on their side that you were saying right the day after the election, they're like, the economy sucks because Biden's in office, right? And when Trump was doing the worst job ever on COVID, they're like, he's doing great. I mean, so yes. what? talk to us about how we should interpret polling, because in this society, you're never going to get, I, I don't know, 90% approval rating, are you? Yeah, something is so important because you hear this a lot now with like, oh, well, Biden's less popular than Jimmy Carter was. Yeah, right. Yeah. So like as as for being Rachel, being the political scientist that studies American political behavior, did a dissertation on that, blah, 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 blah. Like what I want people to understand is that public opinion data has been affected by polarization profoundly okay so it used to be like in the 80s we could ask people and and there was always a case where republicans would say they liked the republican and democrats would say they liked the democrat and vice versa mm -hmm. refused to say they liked but it was it wasn't everyone okay there was still a, a big chunk of people who would respond to an actual stimulus and then and then you know render a verdict on that and not the partisan label attached to the yeah. person behind it that has really changed. So what we're measuring now in public opinion data often is what we call latent partisanship. It means, you know, what of the 600 people, how many were Republicans or Republican leaners, how many were Democrats and Democratic leaners. And when we look at Republican polls, Republican opinion, public opinion data, especially, that's where we see this polarization affect the strongest. Okay, they, so you alluded to the economy. What I what that means, folks, for your listeners to understand is literally Joe Biden gets sworn in and immediately um, approval of the economy flips around and yeah. you know Democrats aren't innocent yeah. so we go from hating it to loving it because by because Biden's not Trump and the, but Republicans go from loving it to hating it because it's yeah. Biden right and 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 it just really goes to show how much that party label is dictating that opinion and approval ratings so, are kind of bull okay yes um, you are a potty mouth like me which is why I love you even more but we can't swear here and I'm the only yeah. one that has a bleep button so <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, it's, you know, I, who's a Lincoln, not a poster. Bruce Springsteen said, you know, I think decent Americans out, 
outnumber uh, MAGAs by like three to one or something. I don't know, you know, what your numbers are on that. But I think while we can't get happy, I also don't, th- that's what they want, Russ, right? For, is for us to get depressed and, oh, Trump's inevitable and blah, blah, blah. And, oh, God, those people are the, ma- the majority. But they're not, are they? They're not. But one thing that's important, and Uh-oh. this ties into the work I'm doing, trying to tie. I? I can't the hear Republican Rachel. Party has a plan for once they. Sorry, hang on, Rachel. Uh, I don't. I can't. Okay. Uh, hang on one second here. here. Rachel, go ahead. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. I no. I mean, Rachel. so so one of the things I would, <laughs> okay, I would say that the Republican Party has a plan, right, right. for 2025, oh. and it really flies in. You know, it really ties back to 1933 Germany when Hitler first assumed the chancellorship. Hang on, Rachel. Hang on one second. Sorry. (laughs) Wow. The my headphones might have reached the end of their natural life. Sorry. Oh no! Here with Rachel. There we go. Okay. All right. Oh. We're having technical problems, folks. Yes, we are. Just hang tight. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sorry. Say again. (laughs) All right. Where was I? What was I talking about? Hitler. 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 Yeah. So there's a lot of parallels between 1933 and this 2025 project. I can't hear anything now. Planned. (laughs) Oh, we still have time. Okay, here we go. How long have I been waiting to talk to Rachel Bittercoffer? Okay. (laughs) Okay. That's okay, guys. We're going to pull it out. All right, go ahead. (laughs) So uh, now I can't remember what the context of the question (laughs) is. Hitler. (laughs) Hitler. (laughs) Hitler. Always Hitler. Yeah. People that engage in hyperbole are worse than Hitler. That's what we always say. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so, you know, I'm rolling out this project 2025, project 1933 project that debuted today on my Twitter thread. And you guys will see that I'm going to live tweet the events in 1933 from the day Hitler takes the oath today, all the way up through the election. And and so people can see literally how the Nazis collapsed democracy using just you know, willingness to to betray norms, basically, right? Which we know Republicans are really good at. So, um, you know, getting people to understand how we're facing an existential threat is so important because in our public opinion pool, people are much more imagistic. They can be pushed through a a narrative, a media narrative, like butter emails, right? And so what we want to make sure that we're doing in this election cycle is we're defining for people the big macro message, your rights, your particular right, your your rights, not rights of faceless people or gay people. I mean, when we're talking to gay people, obviously (laughs) for them, but to micro target to each individual in that voter file and make sure they see that if we don't win this election, how they're going to be affected by that personally. I feel like, you know, I know you know this, you know, better than I do even, just we've never lived in such an era of uh, misinformation and disinformation and, you know, information bubbles. You know, like when we, we were talking earlier about the Biden economy, I mean, Rachel, provably by every statistic it is bounds better than you know donald trump lost jobs he's the only president since herbert hoover i mean it's it's on by every barometer i think beyond his criminality and that he's a rapist and all that stuff i think you just think how could this even be close given you know you know biden's unbelievable successes legislative and otherwise how do we pierce that Right. That's I'm glad you asked that because it helps me remember what I was trying to argue. Okay. <laughs> it's comforting to say MAGA is a third. And they are. Okay. We're of the population of the United yeah. States, they're a third. Problem is, we immediately take that population, folks, and we cut it in half when we talk about voters. So the adult population of the U.S. is half 
Okay, electorate is immediately half because people do not participate in our politics. Mm -hmm. So there's that, okay? And then when you think about how partisanship dictates vote choice, because the book is going to lay out for folks something that you almost never hear TV analysts talking about, which is crazy, mm -hmm. because when you're a political scientist and you're modeling things that predict the vote decision, there is only one thing that really predicts it, okay? And that's party. And that includes many, many people who say they're independent, but will admit, hey, I lean to the Republican, I lean to the Democratic side, yeah. okay? Yeah. So when we think about, you know, the 30% independent pool, we're really talking about 15, 10%. The rest of them are leaders. And those leaners behave just like out of the closet partisans. They yeah. vote for the party they lean to. So where MAGA becomes dangerous for us on the swing map and swing house races are the hangers on, the other 15% that vote on the brand of the Republican Party. And they only understand that brand in its, in its most settled form. And you're going to laugh, right? Good on the economy, no. Right. <laughs> Good on national security, no. <laughs> Good in rural America, yeah. no. Right. right. So it's crazy that well, they're running on this like you know imagistic brand. But we what we want to prevent is any swing voter and maybe some of those leaning re Republicans from walking into the ballot and not knowing, not even knowing what they're doing is voting a dictator versus democracy vote. I feel like I need this time back that I lost to tech. I'm sorry. But <laughs> two questions. I'll come back, Steph, anytime you need me. Oh, yay. Awesome. Yay. I always want to ask, how do we get the half of the country that doesn't vote to vote? And two, yep. why are the polls and the media narratives been so off from what the actual results are? Right? I mean, the actual results, we've won right election after election. So talk yeah. to us about so, this so one I think in like they, if, if me and Tom Bonier and Simon Rosenberg had a 538, okay, yeah. then you guys would have felt, would, people would have been more satisfied with the polling from the last election cycle because we, what we knew is in the hard data, this red wave was not registering in any of the things that you would look for. Uh, early election, special election results, registration data, fundraising, early vote, things like that, right? And so I and, and, my, and the two boys were very skeptical heading into election day that they could do more than maybe take the house by a slim margin. And as you know, that's exactly what happened. So what I'm trying to do with people is, and I do this on my blog so people want to check it out it's called the cycle yeah. on substack i walk through the signal i steal nate silver's stuff because he always steals mine and never attributes it <laughs> so <laughs> the signal and the noise right i mean it's the best part of his thing right the signal yeah. and the noise. don't now, fight you're both pretty noise. okay he's, he's, he's using noise now now because he's got the polls i'm using the signal hard data and the yeah. hard data tells us this that enough of the strategy that this book is going to walk folks through and get them to understand was deployed and, and implemented in that 22 map to disrupt their red wave yeah everywhere that we have run on row repeal and freedom yeah we have whooped their butts right right we but men tell us women are going to get over that by 24 <laughs> yeah, don't right? worry your pretty and little head and the, and the male analysts don't get that at all, right? I'm yeah. like, dude, you I, it's an incandescent rage. Let me just say, <laughs> Rachel's work is so important because I have to say, we all, the mainstream media, once again, is going to be no help. It's always clickbait and what's Biden's old and what's wrong with, you know, for Biden. 
you know, Muslims aren't going to vote for him. Young people aren't going to vote for him. Gaza right. this, you know, and, and they scare the living bejesus out of us. Um, give us our marching orders. I wish we had more time. Give me in our last 30 seconds. Give us our marching orders for 24 and how we take back those issues, et cetera. Sure, sure. So this book, this team, my team, you know, me, my co-author helped me make it good. Aaron Murphy and the team at Penguin. We did this book as a mission. Okay, this book, I'm not going to say that this book will redefine how you view American politics, but I'm not going to not say that either. Okay, (laughs) so your marching orders are get the book either through the library or buy it from whatever place you want and read it because at the end of it, I provide marching orders for the average citizen, what they can do. Everyone's an influencer, folks. And the most important thing you can do is just tell other people what is happening because they don't know. All they watch is celebrity news and they have no idea what you know. That's what Victor Xi says, peer to peer. Just tell the story. Um, Rachel, you're going to be super sorry you said you'd come back anytime. Um, (laughs) Yes. I love you so much. We link to all of your stuff. Thank Thank you, sweetheart. There she goes. Okay. Bye. Yes. OMG, I am so excited about our new sponsor, Cook Unity. These are ready cooked meals. You want to know my first six? Grilled mahi mahi with oyster mushrooms and steamed rice. <gasps> Vegan rigatoni pesto. Four cheese ravioli with cherry tomatoes and spinach. Hang on. Climate friendly chickpea and quinoa bowl. Classic salad nichois. Lemon baked tilapia. I don't have time to cook. These, you just pop them in the microwave. Bam, you're done. Go to cookunity.com liberal. You will not believe the quality and the, the, the quantity of different choices that you have. Whatever you need. Vegan, paleo, pescatarian, gluten-free. Whatever you love, they have a delicious dish. Cook Unity is the first chef to you service delivering locally sourced meals from award-winning chefs right to your door every week. And it's cheaper than other delivery options. So delicious and no cooking required. I love that on work nights for me. Go to cookunity.com liberal or enter the code liberal before checkout for 50% off your first week. That's 50% off your first week by using the code liberal or going to cookunity.com liberal. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset, hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Yeah, they don't have that on Morning oh, Joe, do they? You don't get jingled on Morning Joe. <laughs> um, so I would, go I would, I would dance along, but no one wants to see that. <laughs> oh, I do. <laughs> so, Trisha, we were talking before because I, before we went on, and I was saying, when is this thing coming down? Because that was what it was rumored is yesterday, today, whenever. What? So, what are you hearing? So the latest I heard as of uh, as of late yesterday uh, was uh, that it's going to be Monday, uh, and it could go it could slide beyond that. It's possible it could move up and be Friday, but uh, Mon- Monday is probably our best bet. Yeah, and maybe it's a day after that or so. But we're talking days away, not yeah. weeks. Right. I think they're just putting the finishing touches on it. Do you think uh, twisting in the wind like that is going to make him at all agitated? <laughs> <laughs> You know, once again, at a point that Mar-a-Lago needs to stock up on plastic 
<laughs> so the new no book, the new book, Taking Down Trump. Uh, Igor tweeted, uh, Tristan Snell prosecuted Martin Shirelli as well as Donald Trump. I didn't know that for his uh, That's Trump. That's not true. Oh, okay. For <laughs> his Trump University fraud. I wish it were. Oh, that okay. would be cool. Then I'd have a way better resume. That'd be amazing. <laughs> oh, I wish. <laughs> All right. I've read a mistaken tweet, but you took down Trump, and that's, that's the important okay. thing. Okay. That's, yeah. <laughs> um, but it just, yeah. he says it details the necessary strategies to ensure powerful fraudsters who weaponize the justice system face justice. And you did a great uh, thing I saw on Twitter with everybody that's all of our regulars are in it, (laughs) but talking about how since you've done it, right? I mean, and you must have, I can't imagine, you know, you watching this E. Jean Carroll thing and feeling like finally, you know, since you, you know, won on Trump University, someone has, has, you know, made, made this guy face some consequences. Yeah, they did a great job. And I think the thing is now we're really seeing, Stephanie, that it's not just these prosecutors that are now working on taking him down. It's also uh, private litigants. Now, not everybody's going to be able to pull that off. Uh, but we've seen just within this past year, both Eugene Carroll and Michael Cohen uh, win some significant cases against Trump. Uh, and I think, you know, potentially we're going to see more now. The thing is, though, I just wish that there was some way to, you know, rewind the clock and get better outcomes for some of the really, really unfortunate small business owners who over many, many decades have been screwed over by Trump going all the way back to his casinos in Atlantic City. He ruined a bunch of people's lives through what he did and is no friend to Main Street America, not even close, even though he holds himself out to be. You know, I wish those folks could have had the resources to be able to do some of this. Uh, but now I think we, we are, though, really seeing the, the defense shields of the Death Star have been kind of taken down. And now everybody's coming in. Yeah. And uh, we'll see what happens. Thank you for that nerd reference. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, are you at all struck that uh, Trump cannot run a university, a charity, and as of, you know, probably next week, a business in New York, and yet he might still run the country? <laughs> Do you find that at all? Yeah, it's a little. It's a little bit of a problem, and it also, by the way, let's just note that it's a problem that he held himself out to be this great businessman and, and wonderful CEO, when in fact he's never really made much money on anything except various forms of fraud. Yeah, like it's hard to find a profitable business that he's run that didn't have some kind of fraud or illegality laced in there, right. uh, and now he's basically surviving hand to mouth on his political donations is really what it looks like uh so yeah you'd think that this wouldn't be someone that we would want running the country uh i don't think that you would want him you know running a town of 10 people yeah um you know whatever that town is in new hampshire dick still not would not want and they didn't they voted all for nikki haley yeah yeah. So they were like, no, we don't want you running our town. And the first part Mr. of that Trump. city kind of describes him, but that's not important now. <laughs> <laughs> so you tweeted, is tr- I mean, because I just love that he's committing more crimes while he's on trial for Correct. other crimes. And is he committing crime? You said, is Trump illegally using his campaign money to pay his personal legal fees? Uh, this is a question investigative journalists should be asking right now. Can you talk to us about that for a sec? Because that's, isn't that illegal? <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know, look, there's gray areas there where it's like, oh, you can use the funds for things like a recount or something like that that's related to the campaign. But should you be using it for 
uh, funding your defense uh, for your personal businesses to be accused of fraud or your defense when you raped and then defamed a woman. Like, I feel like those things are pretty far afield from campaign activities or anything political. But in his head, he spun this as, well, if it has to do with me, it must be political and has to do with me as a candidate. So, like, Mm -hmm. you know, he's just, that's the way he's justifying it. But, like, we're we're way far away from what would be acceptable, I think. I think we really need to be asking a lot more questions. Didn't he defraud all his donors in the first place when he said all this money is going to overturn the election yeah. to fight the election? None of it went for that. I mean, it's it's this has we, always been a grift. We heard that there was investigation going on as part of the DOJ investigation into the Stop the Steal money, but then we haven't heard where that went. Hmm. So I still think that that's a wing of the investigation that may come up again, but right now we don't know where that went. So I just have to read this <laughs> this this um, exchange yesterday with a reporter and Trump. Reporter, are you thinking of trying to use campaign funds to pay uh, some of the penalties? Trump, what penalties? Reporter, in the New York fraud case and the defamation case. Trump, I didn't do anything wrong. I mean, that's been proven as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I mean, Interesting. Interesting. What? Yeah. I... Yeah. Does delusion work as a legal defense in any case? Um, You know, yeah, I don't think we're getting to a point where he can claim an insanity defense. Uh, (laughs) You know, as as he always says himself, he passes all the cognitive tests with flying colors, (laughs) um, which then yields the question of why were they giving you cognitive tests? But that's a different question. Uh, But yeah, uh, yeah, unfortunately, narcissism and delusional behavior are not legal defenses. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, Trump ranted nonstop all weekend after the Carroll verdict we're hearing. People who spoke to him said uh, he ranted nonstop, often profanely, about how he never met Carroll, how he wasn't permitted by the judge to speak freely at the trial, how the jury just made up a number awarding the verdict. Uh, Mainly, Trump kept repeating that he doesn't know her. (laughs) I mean, I I, I don't understand. I mean, this is part... I mean, Alita Haba, thank you, is a bad lawyer. But (laughs) also... How do you defend a delusional client that just keeps trying to say, I don't know her, I've never met her, despite pictures and evidence and, and all of it, all of that? Uh, I mean, because Haba is also a bit delusional about all of this. I mean, <laughs> she's been running around representing him, and I don't know that he's, that she, he's ever paid her. Uh, she got benched a year ago and sidelined. Uh, and then managed to work her way back into the starting rotation and then made a whole bunch of additional mistakes. Uh, you know, th- th- this is, she's way in over her head here. Uh, and, but this is, this goes into, this is part of the book. You know, he brings out this clown car full of lawyers. There's a constant uh, shuffling and rotation as he hires and fires yeah. and benches and starts them. There's no consistency. When they actually do get in the game, they spew all of this vitriol and all of these diversions around, and you basically have to ignore it and sit back and wait for them to make a mistake. And that's thankfully what the AG's office did. That's what E. Jean Carroll and and her lawyers led by Robbie Kaplan did. Mm -hmm. And so now we're seeing the fruits of that. And so now she might get sanctioned on top of... Ruining again, the reputation and not getting again, paid. Again, because they got sanctioned before. They got sanctioned for suing Hillary Clinton right. yeah. and James Comey and a whole bunch of other people. They yeah. got sanctioned almost a million dollars in federal court down in Florida. I don't know if they've paid that yet. Yeah. Haba reportedly owes a bunch of other money. But yes, Haba might, Haba might get sanctioned again. 
Who's going to take this? Who's going to take this case that apparently Trump is looking for? Like the, you know, it's like the number two guy for Al Qaeda or a Spinal Tap drummer. Like who right. wants this job? <laughs> I don't understand. Um, let's talk about so this in terms of the Judge and Gorin thing. The so I don't know how, if this is going to play. Trump Organization Monitor may have just uncovered almost fifty million dollars smoking gun. I mean, again, when we're yep. in the middle of getting to consequences for one crime, he appears to. To then commit other ones, the monitor overseeing Trump organization during the civil fraud, fraud trial um, brought by Letitia James has uncovered a mysterious loan that could unravel Trump's legal position. Um, so obviously we're awaiting Judge Ungoran's judgment here. He's already been found guilty, much like in the E. Jean Carroll case, correct? But it says that it, what they're saying is it, what it could mean is Trump, while under court-appointed monitorship, was lying to the federal government and misleading right. the monitor. That Jones has, uh, what Jones has uncovered could be even further evidence of fraud as recently as last year. It could be cherry, the cherry on top of the Sunday that Ngoran serves Trump. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, so here's the thing there, is that where this could really come come to completely bite him in the ass is the the big question on the appeal for this New York AG civil fraud case is going to be like he's already been found liable I think that's going to get upheld there's going to be a large number that Ngoron comes up with I think it's going to be somewhere between 200 million and the 370 million that the AG is asking for I think that's going to get upheld it could get shaved off a little bit but I think that's going to be a big nine nine digit number Okay. Then the real question is going to be, do the corporate charters get canceled and these New York companies get replaced, get placed into receivership and liquidated? And then if those companies, if those buildings are underwater, Mm -hmm. if the debts are more than the the value of the building, Trump's going to get zero for that building or he'll get like pennies on the dollar because the creditors will get paid off first. Yeah. Uh, You know, that's going to be the really big one. Now, how does how is that going to happen or not happen? The question is whether or not Trump has committed persistent fraud and illegality, repeated and persistent fraud and illegality. Violating court orders left, right and center would be further evidence that he is being repeated and persistent in his illegality and in his fraud. And that would be further evidence that would support a finding that the corporate charters should be canceled and his New York businesses should be stripped from him. So this could be the final reckoning for him in New York with his business. Wow. Um, yay. Okay, because, you know, uh, Trump's, we'll best, be, Trump's best friend, DeLay, um, <laughs> let's talk about it in, yeah. in regards to a couple, you know, the headline of Politico is judges mall presidential immunity. Trump reaps the benefits of delay. Um, our, our friend Joyce Vance said one of the biggest objections to Judge Cannon's handling of the case has been the exceptional amount of delay she's indulged Trump uh, in what should have been a fairly straightforward case. So, A, where's the immunity ruling? B, how long can Judge Cannon get away with the, this obvious delay for Trump? So the immunity ruling, you know, right now we're waiting on the D.C. Circuit. Right. Okay, so, uh, and, and that's a very good, very prestigious court uh, I think they're taking it very seriously, and they're probably uh, they're working very hard on what they know will be a historic opinion. Yeah. Um, the and and uh, what I bet is we're about to see an opinion from them that is that might be as long as my book. Like this is going to be a big, big. Like I'm thinking it could be even 200 pages. I actually I actually tweeted to play a guessing game. I'm asking people. You know, how long do they think the opinion's going to be? And the closest guest will get a free copy of the book. 
of my book, not their Taking book. Taking down Their Trump. book will be free. The, yeah, their their book will be free <laughs> because it's an opinion. <laughs> right. Uh, my book, I'll give a free copy if people guess the number of pages. Uh, <laughs> we're going to get this giant doorstop of, of an opinion from the D.C. Circuit, and that's why I think it hasn't come yet. I wish they would, would get it sooner, though, because yeah. I don't want to see the January 6th case get delayed. That's the one with the best chance of speedy success here. Uh, then to Judge Cannon. God only knows. I'm not. I, I'm actually kind of done thinking that that one's going to happen very quickly. Uh, the the sad part is that that's a very very good case legally. They've got so much great evidence. Yeah, uh, it's very compelling. But I think the but but I think being stuck with her down there, where yeah, she's indulging every stupid idea that Trump comes up with. Chris Hayes said. What courts have routinely done for Trump is drag things out for a very long time so that when they do ultimately rule against him, it doesn't much matter. The one exception were all the election challenges in 2020, which were all expedited and ruled on quickly and decisively. We need that energy this year. Boy, a truer thing has never been said. I mean, Tristan, quickly before we go, just the it seems like us lay people, we just look at this and go, God, people with money can just appeal and appeal and appeal, I guess forever. But there is, as you implied, an end of the road somewhere for these cases, isn't there? I mean, you can't just appeal off into infinity, can you? No, you can't. Eventually, you're going to run out of all of that. Like, yes, he does abuse the system that way. But the kicker is that even when it's going to take longer, even and obviously with the election, that's the real thing. We don't have time because if he gets back into office and then, you know, starts basically firing these prosecutors and scuttling these investigations, where are we going to be then? Uh, But I do feel that at some point here, he's going to run out of delays that he can manufacture here. Uh, And I do still believe that the January 6th D.C. case is going to happen this spring. Okay. It may not happen March 4th like we were hoping it would be. It looks like it's not going to. It's now off yeah. the court calendar. Yeah. It was on there and now it got removed. Mm-hmm. That's very sad, but I'm still hopeful that it will be a w- delay of weeks, not months. Okay. Uh, we'll have to see, but I think we just need to hang on tight. A lot of why I wrote the book was to give us a bit of a life preserver this year because we're all going to be kind of going nuts. I was just I going to, be to say, able to help people. Yeah, yes. the best I thing be you able can to help do. Help everybody understand that, like, yes, you can win these cases. There yes. is a path to do so. Yes, it's not you easy did it. And it's not pretty. You did it, Eugene Carroll. You did it, Eugene Carroll. Did it. We are, yep. we are getting ready for an avalanche of justice. And the best thing, Tristan, as he was saying, that you can do to save democracy before these verdicts is to buy taking down Trump right now. Yes. Thank you. God bless you. And God bless the United States. Thank you. All right. <laughs> God bless the United States. All right. Thank you. He does impressions, too. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> See you, Tristan. See you next Thank time. Thank you, Tristan. Okay. Yeah. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.